Hi there. My name's Laura and I'm back half a stellar tandem, a record-breaking attempt to cycle around the world in 2022. This is Stoked to Be Here, a podcast usually focused on cycling, endurance and long-distance rides, but in this special edition I'll be looking at another endurance challenge I did recently, running from one side of the country to the other. I took six days to run 187 miles through the Lakeland Fells, the Yorkshire Dales and the North York Moors up and down throughout the countryside, starting from St Bees on the west coast to Robin Hood's Bay on the east coast. I was supported by the front half of my team, my husband Stevie, who came along in our camper van to give a self-contained accommodation along the way and provided me with much needed support in terms of food, water, shelter and moral support as well. It was an epic challenge and journey, especially since I've only seriously started running quite recently, completing my first marathon distance just before Christmas this year. And at this point, it's the beginning of May. The weather was slightly unexpected at times, but the support I had from Stevie and everybody online who followed us along the way was amazing and really kept me going. I am so proud to have completed this challenge and we learnt so much along the way um, which will set us up for our major challenge in 2022. So this podcast is dedicated to the sounds of this trip. We took many video recordings and hopefully we'll make a short film down the line. But for now, I thought some of you might like to listen to what went on and what adventures we had. Day one. St Bees to Borrowdale and Rossfate, 30 miles, 4,948 feet of climbing. Right, we're running. Well, the video's running. It's a video? Yeah, you're, you're not running. Yeah, um, you should video me all the way up there. That um, could take me like half an hour, that could. Well, you best hurry up because uh, you've got to get around that cliff. She's going to head northwest before going east. Okay, good luck. Yeah, She's off. He is off. So B's head, which I'm assuming is right there. She's got to go around the cliffs and then we'll start heading east. And my first stop to see her is at Ennerdale Bridge. Normally the uh, end of the first night, uh, first day's walking, but turning this into a run, that was, should be merely lunch. So, uh, yeah, she's just a dot now, but yeah, she's just heading up into the cliff. And uh, I should go back and pack up the van. This is me off. Um, just headed off from St. Bees, ran down, did my fingers in the sea, didn't go for the whole foot, but. That's one coast done, and now just to get to the other one. So it's a bit of a funny start. It's up along the cliffs. I'm actually heading north at the moment, so you can still see the sea there. And then in a bit, I'll branch off to the east and start running in the right direction. Um, it's a glorious morning, though. Sun's just broken through, so it's warming up a bit, and nice fresh sea breeze. And yeah, it's a little bit nice out here, so it's a really nice start and really enjoying it. Just really excited to get going. Um, 
and get unfit. So um, here we are, that's Whitehaven. So I think the first kind of main place I would go through. And there we have the Lakeland Fells, which are not at all looking intimidating, rearing over me as I'm approaching them through from the coast. Um, we'll be going through them, hopefully not over them all, because yes, if anybody's aware of the Lake District, it would not be described as flat, but it looks rather stunning. So yeah, we're quickly heading on inwards. So we've just been in the Dale Bridge. Um, so halfway the first day, just met Steve for lunch. He came out on the folding bike and came shooting past me. Um, so that was was really nice to um, just to check my route <laughs> um, to see him. And yeah, had a spot of lunch, a bit of diet coke, dropped up my water, my food, and everything, and I'm off again. Got a bit chilly sat down but the sun's back out again now so warm up again it's just this wind so goes from being like boiling warm to freezing cold in seconds um yes yeah, so i've got about 15 to do after lunch and um one massive climb i believe pretty much up and over the harness to pass so that is going to be a challenge hopefully lunch will have gone down by then you can see So I'm just um, along Ennardale Water now. Very calm and peaceful, but it's technical to say the least. So running is um, slow distinctly because you can see these rocks do not make things easy. And you know, one false move, one twisted ankle, and the game could be over. So doing the best to keep my speed up but um, also keep safe cool see yeah so I think I'm going to stop filming and watch my foot placement so it's been slow going up and over um, you can see the it just keeps fouls all around now getting sick of it but that's my road home I think that's Ross Throat down there, at least I hope it is. And that'll be day one of six. My legs are tired, my feet are sore, and it's not going to get any better. But yeah, it's all good. Here she comes. End of day one. Well done. Yay! Well done, Laura. <laughs> One down, five to go. How do you feel? That answer. Five. Okay. That answer. That. You can walk now to the van. Day two, Rossthwaite to Shap. Thirty-one miles, seven thousand nine hundred and ten feet of climbing. Early morning start here in Borrowdale. Lovely little Herdwick lambs here, the titchy tiny still. Um, 
uh, not too bad a morning for them, for them. It's not frosted. Very scenic. Nice to be able to see our lay-by parking in the van behind us, which is, suits us very well for the night. Pop it down to the pub for a quick pint and then, yeah, peaceful night in the van camped up. A bit of van diver dinner, uh, a bit of curry and rice. And I'm just warming up, walking back the way to Borrowdale to pick up the route again. So, um, it should be a cracking day today. A few big hills to keep me in check. Um, I am taking a lower option route. There are a couple of options, one of which goes over Helvellyn and Striding Edge, which, as much as I'd love to do, I think I've got a challenge enough with what I've already planned, so we'll not be going over Helvellyn today. Do it next time when I walk it. So I've definitely gained some height at this point. You can't even see Borrowdale, but it's down in that valley below and you can just about see the path kind of winding its way down the river in the valley. Oh, I can just see some walkers down there too now, heading the way up. But it's been a stiff scramble up at all this stuff here. So hands and knees, definitely not running. Up and over there in a minute. Some rain and cloud on the hills over there. And um, apart from that, it's looking fairly clear, but yeah, that was a hell of a climb, so I best crack on because it's made for a very slow progress. So that's Patterdale down there in the valley. I've just met Steve for lunch there. Um, and I'm now climbing again the last hill of the day, but the highest Kidsy Pike, the highest point on coast to coast. So in theory, it's all downhill from here, but it has been tough, seriously tough today. I'm shattered and I'm only halfway distance wise and one massive hill still to go. So yeah, thank goodness tomorrow's flatter. But we've got some bad weather coming in so it's tough really tough but then i suppose i expected that so this should be it top of the coast to coast it's a bit windy so it'll probably get noisy So yeah, in theory, it's all downhill from here. We're heading that away, sharp downwards, and about nine mile on the flat still. But at least it looks a little bit flatter over there. Although I'm going to the highest pub in England tomorrow in Porsche Mile winds and rain. So we'll see how that pans out. All right, let's get down. Day three, Shap to not quite cowled 27 miles 4,984 feet of climbing under distance running not sure if um, I feel better than I look or look better than I feel this morning I've had a 
good night's sleep in an Airbnb, but very puffy. <laughs> My eyes are really squinty um, <laughs> this morning. And yeah, pretty blooming knackered after yesterday. So just warming up really slowly, coming out of Shap now. You may just be able to glimpse the Lakeland Fells in the distance behind me. Good riddance to them. <laughs> um, a little bit of climbing today, but not as much, thankfully. And then, um, yeah, I've got the weather to contend with in a bit. It's dry at the moment, which is great news for a dry start, but yeah, high winds and torrential rain. Steers being a main support crew there today and gonna bump into me multiple times along the way to make sure I'm fed, warm, etc. So if I can just keep plodding on, hopefully I can make it to Tanhill. So I've made it, the M6 bridge. All these people in little metal boxes speeding away and I'm running across the country. It's a bit surreal. There's the lakes over there and even those behind now and then onwards. From here it's a bit windy and the weather is going to be coming in today so I don't think there'll be a lot more of this malarkey. But yeah this is a defining point on coast to coast so I'm really proud to have got this far. Right, let's get going again. Here she comes. Togged up, it's about five degrees out there. Gusts of 20s, gonna go up to 40 mile an hour later on it's, and it could be um, a driving rain for a few hours, a real horrible weather front's coming but it's not too bad at the minute. She's just coming up uh, to Sunbiggin Tarn, which is about 11 and a half miles in today. And she can see the van, so I think she's very excited. Do you want a cup of tea? It's definitely raining now. Well, best to take a zoom slightly there. You're a, <laughs> a whole head. Oh, God. Nobody yeah. wants that. Mm. How you feeling? Buzzing. Good. Let's keep it up. Right, I'm going to stop this quick video and get you uh, fed and watered. Yeah. Come on, eat up. It's not over, is it? Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Just trying to get some of the other aspects. So she's got to the van just after halfway today. It's about 17.7 miles. And she's had a, a hot fish and chip mushy pea sandwich. Do you think they can hear the weather outside? You Dicks. might be able to hear the the rain and the wind. Dashing the van. So it's uh, fresh clothes, some waterproof trousers, and um, I've got to I've got to push her on out uh, very quickly now. Please don't literally push me. No, no. But how are you feeling? You 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 you're positive, aren't you? Even though the weather's horrendous. Mm, I'm a little bit chilly, but I think I'm getting there. Good, really polish that off. Mm, yeah, lunch was good. Yeah, about another 15 miles. Oh, this is wet. It's going to be wet. Nothing can be waterproof. 
in these conditions when you've got to run on it. Just had a text pop up from Rob. He says that Donnie's just been for a run in the rain and feels your pain. Donnie knows nothing of my pain. <coughs> Donnie's going to go and sleep on the sofa for the rest of the day, I imagine. Yeah. Right. Right, absolutely howling out there. Very, very worrying times um, just because of how horrible the weather is, but she is coming along the road now, battering into an almost direct headwind there. I've parked the van, obviously, siding door to the back of the wind, it's blowing the van from side to side. It's been sleeting and she's actually, I thought she could be as late as half four here and she's 10 past four, but this is, oh, she's gonna be so pleased to see the van and get hold of a mug of tea. Um, we've got to get away from this height soon, which uh, this is the high point now. This could be complete sense of humour failure. Or, or delirium. Right, action stations. <laughs> Quick. I don't think I can stop. Eh? Stop, no, do you want to come in? No, I don't think so. That's okay. Right. Just a bit of tea, then I'll go. Have you been okay? Has it been safe enough on the on the moors when the wind's been horrendous? It's very cold. I've had horizontal snow in my face. Yeah. So it's just kept going. You've got um, at least a mile and a half on this road now, but it's going to be block headwind. Yeah, no. So that's horrendous. I've had, I've had block headwind all the way. Yeah. <laughs> um. At least it's not snowing anymore. Okay? I know the sleet's gone. Are you okay to carry on? Yeah, You're I'm warm, warm enough. enough to keep moving. I'll cool very quickly though, so yeah. just keep going. I'll follow you down this road. Yeah, and, yeah. And then you're going to peel off. It's downhill now, isn't it? So. Yeah, you'll peel off, but you've got to go around the the, Ravens, the famous Ravenseat farm. Right. I don't think you'll stop there, but if you are in any trouble, yeah. knock on that farm door. Mm. And then I'll, I'll You'll see be you following back. me along the road now, won't you? So. Yeah. Okay. I've got six and a half, so it's not stop, too bad. Stop a little bit before. Is that what it says less, six and a half? Yeah. Right. Is that to Kel? Then you're going to stop a bit That'll before. That'll be to Kel, so a bit Maybe bit six before. mile. Okay. Right, okay. you're right for energy. You want biscuits? Um, I'm not hungry. I think I'm okay. Sure? Yeah. Okay. I'll flag you down. Yeah. section which is about a mile and a half long and uh, she's already making good progress. So, uh, that, I don't know if you can get any idea of how horrible that weather conditions and that wind is but uh, she's determined to make the progress today. So this is incredibly brave, very very proud. Let's stay with her for this mile and then go on from there.
okay. So there's been a few issues today in terms of the weather. Um, as much as plenty of layers, full waterproofs, trying to keep moving and Stevie meeting me multiple times along route to keep warm and everything. Um, up on the moor, there's one kind of moor climb. Um, even though I took the low route, it was absolutely bitter. Um, at one point I was running into a block headwind with hail or snow or whatever it was. It was frozen, but it was like scouring my eyeballs so I could barely see. And yeah, it was just, yeah, like <laughs> it's meant to be May. So um, I met Stu again on the next road crossing and had a bit of tea and tried to keep going, but I was frozen and soaked through because, yeah, there's only so much waterproofs can do in that kind of condition. So he essentially pulled me before I got too cold, about five miles short of Keld, which was meant to be the destination. So we're parked up at Turnhill now. Um balled up and warmed up we've just ordered some food that's going to be dropped out to the van but it leaves me with the dilemma of five miles that i need to make up um and it was meant to be the longest day tomorrow of about 34 so a 39 mile day would be pushing it a bit so it's hoping to be halfway at this point and i'm not just have to see what happens next. Day four of the coast to coast. Five miles shorter cowed. 38.8 miles to somewhere near Streetham. 5,000 feet of climbing. Right, good morning. Um, this is the beginning of day four. But oh, it's really close to my face. I oh, know, it's the end of day three. Laura had to I had to pull her yesterday through hypothermic mild hypothermia. It was horrendous the weather, and um, she stopped at about 27 miles. So we're back at the start of where we stopped, and she's got to try and make those miles up. And the weather is just sleeting nicely at about one degree. But as I said, the sleets in the Eden direction hopefully the wind still is still sleeting yeah I don't care what direction it's in a little bit on a back Stop and side the right direction there's no right direction it's may and it's sleeting it's good that's far too close to my face again you can probably see the cereal in between my teeth good sleet and bad sleep this is good sleet and uh, I need to get going it's seven in the morning we got up at six we got back down to the green route to the start and you must go so there you go be brave Stop videoing me. It's not sleep, it's snow. It's settling, it's snow. Yeah, good luck. Right, little figure coming down the hillside. She's the one running. Uh, the walker. 
yeah so still sleeting a bit but possibly improving and uh, this is cold so back on track it's about half eight quarter to nine she's back on track with the whole day ahead of her hopefully she's feeling good another pick of tea and then she can have a second breakfast at surrender bridge well we've renamed it no surrender bridge that's more positive and uh, where has she gone there she is hello well done this is Kelv no, right how, how are you feeling that's good it's supposed to be balmy down here <sighs> just a little one don't ever tell anybody at work I type turn down a tea. <laughs> My life will be over. No, but uh, you got another. You got proper seven and a half miles before I next see you now. So. Over. If we can the, just do that. Character. There is a Lowdale Swelldale route. I went into Keld, and they they do it's official sign saying coast to coast Swelldale. But you've you've got it in your phone now, haven't you? Uh, I've got it on my watch. On your watch. It's not what it says in the book. Right, that's it then, one more climb. It's longer, that route too. Mm -hmm. Do you want to come in? Distance wise at least. I don't know if I do. No. I am quite soggy and be. Well, I feel like I, I should make the most of it. You've got to keep going. Uh, do you need any more food? Do you want a biscuit? Um, a Susie biscuit? Oh God. Mum's finest. I know. I'm worried that I can't even face a Susie biscuit yet. I do have a lot of cereal for breakfast. You've got, you've got, you got pizza and stuff, haven't you? Kind of. Have you got any food? Yeah, I've got food. Alright. Just We're not the pizza. Okay. Just, I didn't think I was going to eat cold pizza in the middle of a moor in a snowstorm. No. No, no, but there's emergencies. Um, right. Listen, Ken, don't let everybody see that I have turned down pizza. No, you'll be eating it later. You've got breakfast coming. Um, yeah. Second breakfast. Second breakfast from the Tan Hill Inn. We are having takeaway breakfast, which I'm going to go and collect now and pay up for last night's luxurious lodgings of swaying car park. swaying camper van in a car park oh but thank god they're there and they did drama kit and we couldn't even uh, put the pop-up up because uh the tent up above the van would have been too windy too risky why did we stay at the highest pub in england um because uh we thought it'd be a balmy spring evening <laughs> and uh we had a radio controlled um uh, ordering service <laughs> a radio so, so we had to radio bed. the pub saying two more pints of black sheep please over and um and then order the food um and come knocking on the van door and they come knocking on the van door it's a little bit embarrassing because i was tucked up in bed yeah we, we made the bed and, and had the duvet <laughs> right around our legs swinging on the bottom with the table it all pulled seemed up completely normal at the time now and, you uh, say it yeah those yurts so, look cosy. Yes, yeah, so why didn't you see if they were available? That's, that's self-contained accommodation. I bet they've not got a loo in them, have they? I wouldn't have thought so. No. I think it has to have a loo to count as self-contained. That's why the van's self-contained, because we've got the porta potty. Mm-hmm. Radio. Right, this was a long video now. You might have to edit this one. I know. So this is a familiar spot. We went through a wild swim here on the Pennine Way, so the crossing point. Um, we walked the Pennine Way last year. Uh, hard going. It's 
fantastic walk and it's a hot day here um, so yeah we're just up there and we I stripped down to you know my leggings and my top and dived into the pool and it was beautifully cool and we slashed about for a bit and then on our way again but yeah not not today today is not a time for wild swimming oh actually so worried it was going to be so much worse than this it's actually not raining now and the wind behind my back is drying me off um and yeah no snow so climbing up now coming out of cold um just down the valley there you can see swaledale and i suspect that winding path along the river is a lower route so the problem i had with that was like there's different routes on coast to coast and where possible I've opted for the lower ones because I think I've got enough on my plate like Hell Ellen and stuff that I talked about the other day but this one I just couldn't convince myself this was official I kind of is listed some places but my guidebook and everywhere else seem to say that it's kind of been a more recent add-on for people that don't want to come back up to height again and yeah, it's one thing taking different variations on the route, it's another entirely just making a route up to suit myself that's not the coast to coast. So, yeah, unfortunately I'm a bit of a bugger for going by the book as it were. I don't know if you can hear the lapwing there that's just dived down. I've seen lapwings, curlews, crow over there all sorts so yeah starting to feel nice again now right best jog on I'm up on the moors again um, still pretty windy as you can probably hear and I don't know if you can see this snow on the ground up here still but it's very snow to begin with but I'm past that now and I've got the wind on my back um, I'm drying off and it's actually really nice up here. I was so worried about this bit, but it's only raining lightly. Um, plenty warm enough today, got all the layers on. And yeah, um, there are some stunning views. Um, I've just come up a really lovely valley with lots of waterfalls and I'm now on the, the tops of things. And, you know, lots of people said, make sure you enjoy it. And yeah, yesterday was tough, really, really tough. I got a little bit too cold but we've got strategies in place for that um, and yeah I'm loving this it's um, so beautiful and moving across the country albeit slowly under my own steam is just feels amazing and I feel like I'm getting there got um, a plan for the miles that I missed or didn't make last night I made those up already this morning and we've got a plan to save a few miles at the end of today add those on to tomorrow um, and it all balance out into something that's a lot more reasonable so yeah it's um so far so good oh bombing it down now to surrender bridge there'll be no surrender there today absolutely flying at a cracking tailwind and this path is just a pleasure you know with having had so much rough terrain 
rats were just flying down past these assuming they're like old quarry and mill buildings mining there's so much industry here that's why there's tracks like this and you know it's all the time's gone by but really lovely to see um almost been a glimmer of sunshine too so things are looking up i'm absolutely roasting now with all my gazillion layers i put on this morning but i think i'd rather have had them than not it's just there's not enough room in my pack to um put them away so oh can you see that that sunshine that is it's all my shadows <laughs> um so yeah looking good and i'll do a bit of a kit swap when i see you stay at the van second breakfast ready for it because I'm, I'm absolutely starving now oh look at all this right coming to the end of a an epic day four laura is coming to the end of an epic day four i've come out from the point at which we're going to stop uh a few miles the last few miles to meet her to uh bring her back home and we have luckily uh, an airbnb and uh caught first sight she's conquered the pennines and now in the flatlands i've uh, gone through richmond and i think we're in what's called the vale of mowbray so uh, she's gonna be very very tired today's gonna be pushing 40 miles trying to make up for the miles she lost due to the extreme weather yesterday not that she didn't have extreme weather this morning as well but it's still icy, still getting icy showers, but uh, fantastic effort. Well done, Laura. Keep running. The fact that you're seeing me, you're nearly there now, not long. You're looking good. I feel like this is what's known as the death shuffle. <laughs> Oh, no smiles. Type right. Two fun. Type two fun. Yeah. Right. Well, you're doing fantastically well. Coming. Yep. On that note, I'll go and catch you up. Just come to the end. Of day four, Laura. You've you've just seen the van and you've just stopped for a warm a warm down. Well done, love. I know you're absolutely shattered today. But it's a, an epic, epically long run, given the weather and what you've already done already. Are you okay? Yep, brilliant. Right, super effort. Right, now it's time for a quick drive to a B&B &B and, and start fixing things. I think I'm head chef tonight. Day 5. 32 miles, 4,636 feet of climbing. Streetham to Blakely Ridge. So, um, yesterday was Yes, another tough one. Um, yeah, I made a solid start over the climbs and through the sleet and the snow and everything. But um, it's just such a long day. And after that, it was meant to, well, it did even out in terms of elevation, but 
just rolling and draining and sapping and yeah my guts and my digestion didn't do too well so I was struggling to eat properly um, and the hail storms kept on blowing over so every time I got a bit dry another hailstorm would come I'd get cold and wet again so it's a bit minging and then we got a plan at the end where Steve was parking the van up um, about four miles short of the end what was meant to be the end point yesterday and the plan was I'd run to at least there and maybe a bit further the only problem was I got to, got to Richmond and my left quad started seizing up badly I was worried I'd injured myself but I think it was just the exhaustion so I kept on running Steve ran out to the van to meet me from the van to meet me but what I didn't realise was he'd actually picked a lay-by that was two miles short of the end so I thought I'd have the option of stopping four miles short which would have made me up a mile from yesterday because I was five miles short of yesterday but in fact I'd still got another two miles to go from that point and by that point I was pretty physically mentally and emotionally drained so I was in a bit of a state but yeah I've got through those two miles and it'll do me the world of good today because it's another longish one nowhere near as young as yesterday which was um let's let this car go which was a uh, 38.8 in the end um so ridiculous and today should be more like 32 so Hiya. Hiya. So, jogging my way to Ingleby Cross. Um, a gentle warm up for a few miles to Danby Whisk, which was um, intended endpoint yesterday originally before I lost the miles to Tanhill the day before. And had a great night in a bit of B&B. Oh, it's just lovely, steaming hot. Um, much cooler than these big like waterfall showers and cosy bed getting everything clean and dry Steve made me a can 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 dining dinner um, yeah so not the best night's sleep because my legs are still so achy but just the rest I needed just get my feet up uh, making good progress so far today this one the, well, is the flattest bit so really trying to pound the miles out you can just see the hills again in the distance there but um all this countryside is pretty flat pretty flat going so it's been good a bit disappointed i got my feet wet um within the first couple of miles um because i had wet feet all day yesterday but i'm you know, going out a bit and can always change socks when i meet steer ingleby which hopefully isn't too far away now but um yeah, so far so good. The sun is shining, the lambs are bleating, and yeah, getting there slowly but surely. Behind yet more, more weather. This is uh, Colton Moor top, and uh, it's a cross between hailing and snowing. Laura is just getting up to the trig point now another break I think it might be a pot noodle this time and uh, I hope this weather front passes over 
brought the weather with you again. When is it going to stop snowing? I don't know. Right, let's get to the trick point and we must get down. All right. So you can see the soggy path glittering away as the um, sleet and rain blows over the moors. I'm surprised by grouse jumping out of it. It's a bit windy. Here, there's some showers over there. But if you look in the distance, I think that might be the sea. It looks blue and flat. That is very exciting. So, ooh, oh, um, yeah, I think I'm getting there. All this way. And then, oh, I'm sure I can smell the sea too. Yeah, just um, about 10 miles or so left today to go. And then last day. So, um, ooh, best uh, watch my footing and crack on. So we have the master at work in the kitchen. What are you rustling up, Steve? I'm rustling up uh, for you chicken tikka masala with the green beans. The Mexican inspired rice and uh, And some cheese because uh, you need the uh, protein flavor comfort and all the other properties of good honest dairy <laughs> looks fantastic day six 29 miles 3091 feet of climbing Blakely Ridge to Robin Hood's Bay. Right, good morning. This is the uh, start of the final day of Laura's little jog. She wasn't ready for this. And the epic run across the coast to coast. And uh, we have incredible views. I really should go into landscape mode, but I'm, I don't profess to be uh, much of a cinematographer. Um, Yes, Laura. How are you feeling? A glorious sunny morning. Sleeping. <laughs> We've had a good eight hours. We've broken with cramps. Well, not really cramps, just severe pain in the legs. Severe pain in the legs. Yes, I'm definitely suffering from, from that. Yeah. Went into spasm last night. That's because you didn't warm up the gel. Yeah, that was rubbing gel in to massage the legs. And um, uh, she uh, she went into spasm. So. But anyway, all's well, that ends well. She's fully recovered, as you can see, standing on her own two feet. And uh, are you ready to go? Nine miles, see you in nine miles. Okay, good luck. That's it, she's off, day six. One last long run to Robin Hood's Bay. the uh, usual duties of packing the bed away, having breakfast after her, tidying up 
looking at the maps, working our drive to uh, the various points. Should be seeing her three times today, and then I'll head to um, the finish and make my way backwards. So, fingers crossed for a really good run for her. Last day. There you go. Um, plenty dry stuff here. Yeah, so sunny start. Great news, but you can really see there's a bit of snow still. A bit frosty, but a reasonably cosy night in the van from Blakely Ridge. Glad we were there. Um, not camping somewhere, because yeah, it was a bit nippy. So yeah, just 29 miles and I'll be heading for the coast somewhere over there, I imagine. This might be my turn, actually. Uh, got a glimpse of the sea yesterday, but definitely making progress that way today. So, it's kind of down to Glazedale now, and then up and over from Grossmont to Littlebeck, and then pottering in. As easy as that, eh? Let's have a look here. This does look like it. It's me, according to sat-nav, six miles, Glazedale, great news, done three already then. Right, let's make the most of the weather while it lasts. Morning, so glorious sunshine, last day, could be thinking I've cracked it but to be honest, it's still blooming tough and yeah, still a long way to go in my book. Another 30 miles today, just under maybe. And I feel a little bit like my body's falling apart at this point. So my legs just are increasingly sore, particularly my quads. So downhill is not so fast anymore. My feet are in tatters. <laughs> My face, like my lips are chapped, my nose is sore, my eyes are puffy, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's maybe not quite as idyllic as it might appear with the sunshine. Um, but good news is we are we're getting there, so if I can just keep my little legs turning, hopefully I'll get there at some point today. Um, and... Yeah, I want to say a massive thank you to everybody that's sent me messages of support, encouragement, cheering me on. I have read all of them, even if I haven't had time to necessarily respond to you. You guys have all been amazing and it's been absolutely fantastic to have people follow me along for the, the trip. It's really nice to see people watch my progress. Um, so thank you. Thank you all so, so much. If you haven't already, a little donation to Vet Life would be would be great if I've entertained you in some way. Um, a fantastic charity, and yeah, as much as I've not officially fundraised for them, it's yeah, be be great to think that some goods come from my little running holiday, as it were. Um, and if not, at very least, if you do. You're not of the very profession and you do go to a vet, a doctor's, a dentist, anything, any professionals like those, please just be kind. Remember, we're all doing a job. We're all doing our best on the whole. And 
yeah, it's um, it's a tough job to do. So, yeah, if you see your vet on Monday morning, looking a bit of a draggle, just think she might have run across the country last week. <laughs> and forgive her for, <laughs> for maybe being a little bit tired. Got a few days to rest up after this though, so I'm sure I'll be feeling good. And the focus for now is just getting to Robin Hood's Bay. It still seems a long, long way away somehow. So I've just walked up the hill from Grossmont, 33% incline. You can see it just dropping off there. I think just way back over the moors there somewhere there's the tracker came running down to Glazedale today so in progress but yeah this last big climb of the day up and over to um little back and then a few more lumps and then along the coastal path in Steve's just filled me up with baked beans and cheesy mash which um, is not sitting well on the steep climb, but will hopefully get me healed up the rest of the way and better to be walking with it than running with it, I think. And yeah, so far so good in terms of the weather. No snow as yet. So, yeah, we are getting there. Getting there slowly but surely. We can get down to single figures soon. And I'll really be on the final straight, I reckon. I was so happy about having dry feet today. And now I've just come through all this bog and just basically given up. It's um, pretty heaty and boggy up here. And my shoes are drenched yet again. I'm trying to run through bog icy cold bog so I can barely feel my feet now. Isn't it ideal? Yeah the skylarks but can't quite see one for you. Oh right up there. Right up there. There it is. Robin Hood's Bay. Just round the corner. Going, you want to be doing gates for me? Yeah. On a schedule. Come on. I'll never get the FKT at this rate. I think I might be out of the league of that a little bit. Right. I'm here at the, the very bottom of Robin Hood's Bay, waiting Laura. I've heard she's coming. She can't be far away now. Maybe, uh, maybe a few minutes, but uh, I don't know if she's spotted, but over in the distance there, there's an ice cream van. It's either that or a Bedford Bambi. Either way, it's exciting. So, uh, she's coming to the close of 190 miles. Coming right the way down now to the North Sea. So this is Robin Hood's Bay. But it's not over yet. Not until I get a toe in the water. <laughs> <laughs> 
go down a steep, steep hill. There's more down here than I thought, actually. It's all a little bit surreal, to be honest with you. Ice cream, great. There's the pub. And here we go. And here she is. Who is this figure coming down the, coming down the cobbles? It looks like Laura. And she is still running. She's going to run all the way to the sea. She's ignored me, but then that's focus for you. And she's in. I'm not going to get my feet wet. I'm going to see how far I can run until he tells me to stop. It's going to get deep in a minute. she's properly gone for it she has absolutely got uh, gone delirious I think uh, you know maybe she got hot feet what do you think hot feet yeah I can cause you to go running straight into the North Sea well done Laura well done now she's got the uh, dropping of the pebble from St Bees and the collection of one from Robin Hood's Bay and that was my running holiday, my coast-to-coast -coast adventure complete. It was amazing and I still feel I haven't quite got my head around all the different scenery, the different places, the weather. So much happened, but it was just a tremendous experience to have. I totaled 187.66 miles by the time I added it all up. 30,569 feet of climbing well over Everest and I was moving each day well including stops for 51 hours 41 minutes over the whole six days so it was a lot of running and a lot of adventures I couldn't have done it without the support of everybody as I've mentioned a few times but especially my husband Steve it was very much a joint effort his support was absolutely invaluable in getting me through, keeping me safe and keeping me on the road. And that's why that we know we're going to be a great team. So in 2022, when we set off on our tandem bicycle to cycle around the world, we know we'll be coming back with a world record. It's that teamwork that's going to make all the difference. I really hope this little jog <laughs> inspires some other people to maybe go on their own adventures. It doesn't need to be best part of 190 miles coast to coast, but the route itself is, is fantastic and the difference in landscape was amazing. 
most people walk this route over a couple of weeks and I really hope to go back and do that at some point to really take in the scenery but even if you did a week did a few days you could pick off bits of this route over a few years even and still get the benefits of it so I can highly recommend Wainwright's Coast to Coast as a great place to go out and have an adventure. It's blooming freezing in here. <laughs> <laughs>